1: Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue.
0: Today, we are going to talk about what the ROI is of speaking at events. So just some context for everyone. Neil has been speaking for a very long time. I've been speaking for quite a while as well. In fact, Neil and I spoke at the HubSpot conference inbound last year, and then this year we're both going to Dubai together. So every once in a while, every couple of years, we'll be at the same conference together. And so we wanted to share what we think the ROI is of events. And by the way, when we say ROI, it's not just
1: monetary. It can be, but you know, we'll share some experiences here. Neil? I think for me, events have been a huge ROI, and you can look at it in two folds. Eric and I have both charged for speaking. That has done pretty well. That itself provides a nice ROI. And there was one point in my life when I was single, I could have just lived off the speaking fees. And then COVID happened. I slowed down on speaking. I also had kids. Dude, so you're doing was, virtual speaking paid. Yeah, I was doing that. I could have lived off of that as well. But then I started, you know, starting having kids. One became two kids. And then I stopped traveling as much and speaking as much. And then I also didn't care about the speaking fees because I just want to spend more time with my family. But from that end, it was a good ROI. Writing a book can also help you get more speaking engagements if that's what you're trying to accomplish. But what I found the best ROI from speaking gigs was not the payment of speaking. So now I try not to charge for speaking gigs, even though some of my team still, you know, will collect some money. What I try to do is go to the right events, set up the right meetings and try to close some business deals. The speaking makes you more look like as an authority, gives you some trust, makes you seem as an expert, and that can help you close more business deals. That can also help you get more followers on social media, help your blog traffic, and eventually even help your Google rankings. It helps with E or E-E-A-T, right? Experience, expertise, authority, and trust. But what I found is if I go to the right events where my ideal clients are and speak at them, one, it helps me collect more leads. Two... We just set up back-to-back meetings, and we try to help a lot of companies out. Some of them will eventually work with us. Some of them won't. Huge ROI in that. I think charging for speaking is a really bad model because if you're charging to speak, you're thinking too small scale. There's way more money making money from something else. You're on stage. You have a ton of eyeballs. What else can you make money from that isn't charging for speaking? Get in front of the right audience, and you can make a killing. You know, my agency was one of the fastest growing agencies in the United States, according to Inc Magazine. And the reason we were able to accomplish that was a lot of blogging, a lot of creating content on social media. But the big one that a lot of people hired us at our agency was because they heard me speak and they didn't necessarily hear me speak six months ago. A lot of them heard me speak three, four years ago. And then they eventually turned around like, oh, I'm at this new company. We need someone like you. Thought your speech was amazing. Wanted to hire you and that's helped tremendously. And just look at it as a way to really build up your personal brand and corporate brand, but it just takes time and you have to be okay with it.
0: Yeah. So to me, speaking brings about serendipitous touch points. And so to Neil's point, let's say like they haven't seen you speak before, that was their first touch point with you. They'll remember that interaction, right? Especially if they've talked to you as well. And so Neil actually does a pretty good job of sticking around after the talk to talk to people. So from what I've noticed, and The return on investment on my end is, to Neil's point as well, when I think about the client lifetime value, they stay a lot longer. They're much easier to close just because they know, like, and trust you. That's really what matters at the end of the day. It's when you're doing services for someone, they want to be able to have the confidence in you. It's not how good are you at sales? It's do you bring enough confidence where they feel that you can do the job where they're nodding their head all the time when you're talking? Yes. Right. And so it's been helpful for clients and long-term clients Also for setting up meetings, like if it's a big conference, like a HubSpot, for example, I get to meet up with people that I know or meet up with current clients or, you know, certain prospects. The travel is a nice benefit too. So like Neil and I, we've both spoken at conferences in Brazil. This year might be, is looking like Dubai and Boston. It's just cool to kind of go around. And it's also an excuse to hang out with people that you are friends with or people that you're close with, right? So it's an excuse for Neil and I to hang out. Great for creating new relationships, obviously. I always like hosting a dinner. That's just kind of become my thing over the years where I'll just find out who's speaking or who else lives in the area and I'll just connect everyone. And I've seen a lot of magic happen from that. And the big thing that most people don't think about is that, With the advent of short form video, I like going because I get the recordings of the content and it looks damn good. And so I can throw it up on YouTube. I can throw it up on podcast. I can throw it up for short form and it's just good. So it's just like, it's not just the money, it's multiple benefits. And also most of the time, they're going to cover your business class, travel and hotels and all that, especially if you're not charging for your speaking fee.
1: Neil? Yeah, no, I think it's amazing and my team's found that content that's me on stage and then when they cut it up and put it on social media does well. it does quite well and it creates great engagement but i think the big thing with speaking at event make sure you're selling you're gonna get a roi as long as you're selling from stage and a lot of people are afraid to do it but like i have an agency np digital if i just have the logo on the bottom of the slide and i say you know like hey my name's neil like co-founded this agency called NP Digital and we do marketing, blah, blah, blah. And I give my talk, not really going to generate that many leads. But when I tell people, hey, if you're interested in marketing, go to npdigital.com and fill out the lead form, or I have something special for them. And then they take out their camera because we usually have QR codes in my speeches And then it takes them to a page where they can fill out lead information. That kind of stuff works out really well. And that's how we're getting a better ROI from speaking. But if you don't have that call to action, don't just expect, even if there's 5,000 people in the audience, just because you're speaking that you're gonna do really well and generate a lot of business, you need that call to action to generate ROI. Yep. All right. So that is it for
0: today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. It helps us grow and we'll catch you later.